Say goodbye to things scattered, stressed, and the last minute scrambles to fund your real estate deals. If you're ready to stop chasing leads, endlessly connecting on Facebook, social media, and Zoom, just to pitch your stuff to anything that moves and breathes, listen up. The Daily Investor Lead Flow is finally here. This tool has forever helped us pinpoint where to focus our capital raising efforts and where to free our time and energy. Head over to dailyinvestorleadflow.com to discover how much of a game changer it can be for you. The Daily Investor Lead Flow literally changed everything for us. Now you can finally have the opportunity to take back your time and get your life back. Remember those times you reached out to investors and heard nothing back? Those days are coming to an end. This tool will zoom out, highlighting all the gaps. It will also zoom in, removing all the guesswork from prioritizing your efforts. Plus, it will help set clear expectations for your business and ensure that your capital raising strategies are assets, not liabilities. Don't wait, take the daily lead flow by going to dailyinvestorleadflow.com. That's dailyinvestorleadflow.com. Your future self will forever thank you. Maybe you've heard by now that in spite of the economic challenges brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic, rental housing remains coveted as an asset class amongst investors, with demands running high in many U.S. metro areas. The need for shelter exists in any economy, making real estate investing a virtual recession-proof endeavor. Specifically, the build-to-rent segment of the real estate sector emerged as one of the strongest since the pandemic started in early 2020. You've been hanging around here for long enough, and you've heard us sing the praises and share about the power of real estate investing, and you probably know that it's time for you to start and grow your own passive income stream. Well, this is where we come in. Save your free virtual seat in our once-in-a-year live workshop about the hottest trend in real estate, build-to-rent strategy, to finally create that passive income and financial security you've always dreamed of. Join the totally free session by going to today's show note or going to thekittysisters.com slash resources. That's thekittysisters.com slash resources, where you'll be able to soak up some knowledge on why you do not want to overlook the build-to-rent strategy and what to do to get involved instead. And of course, much more than that. We'll share with you how just one right investment can change your life trajectory and skyrocket your profit. To save your free seat in the class again, go to today's show note or go to thekittysisters.com slash resources, and we'll see you there. The power of leverage is that it boosts your returns on your financial investment so that you can build wealth in a sustainable way. By growing your business, leverage in your business allows you to save time and money, find new efficiencies, and get new information and grow your business to the next level. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Hello, all beautiful and brilliant cash and multipliers. We are so excited to be back with you this week to talk about something a little, well, unsexy. Wait, Palm, what do you mean by that? You know, all the things that aren't sexy and cool about apartment syndication. Please tell me what you think is sexy and cool about apartment syndication. We talk about taxes and passive income. Exactly. And that's what people don't realize that passive investor world, there's tons of sex appeal. I guess when I think about it, I do get a little bit excited about high rent collections. See, everyone's got their thing. But all jokes aside, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what makes high-level entrepreneurs from good to great. And the way to achieve that is through areas that you may not realize are very important skill sets. 
Yep, in the land of private investing, we mostly think through events and milestones such as investment opportunity webinars, doing community activities, increasing income, decreasing expenses, and Palm's favorite, high rent collection. Yep, absolutely. The traits we are talking about in today may not be, you know, J-Lo in terms of sex appeal, but they're definitely Ben Affleck. <laughs> Quiet, unassuming, and will make people ask, How? And in how did you become so good at investing and securing deals with a high return? Well, the answer to this is simple. It's because you listen to us and you're about to dive deep into following the trades that will make a world difference. Now, guys, we're speaking from experience here. As the year have gone by and we learn from each deal, we look back and see how these skills have leveled up our game and taking us to where we are today. And before we move on any further, know this. We're about to share the wealth of knowledge. If you know someone who is trying to change their financial future through apartment syndication, share this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Kitty Sisters and have them check us out online. Our passion in case the podcast, social media platforms, and website didn't give it away already is to support high-level entrepreneurs and get people out of that rut that they might be feeling. Right, Pom? Oh yeah, absolutely. We believe that people can live a full life of love and joy without the stress and worry. Like when you get those 2 a.m. night sweat, wondering if you ever see the day to retirement or if you're dying at a cube. Yeah, and we don't want that for you either. So let's dive into why these skills and traits will help you bring your passive income game into a new dimension. And hint, there's no math involved. Number one, get uncomfy to get comfy, right? We heard all this before. You have to effectively communicate to get what you want. If you've ever been in relationship or a negotiation or heck, even had a hard conversation with a friend or family member, you know they aren't fun. Do you think we've ever had those tough conversations? All the time. But a good disagreement can actually bring people closer together. And that's why we're so close, right? <laughs> yes, of course, Palm. But beyond us, we actually have an amazing team we work closely with. We know their hearts and intention, but that doesn't mean conflict doesn't occur. We also notice it occur more frequently when we don't say something. Now, for all of our conflict avoidant people, we can understand this can be a tough skill to master because yes, having uncomfortable conversation is a skill. We are always walking a fine line because we don't want to make things awkward and we definitely don't want to shine a light on the negativity. But there's a catch. When we don't speak up, we would find resentment moving forward. And being resentful. That feelings last, right, Palm? Yeah. Like after you eat a good, like, you know, meal at all, you can eat sushi and you feel <laughs> like you're bloating from the rice and the fish forever. Okay, I am so hungry right now. And I'm not kidding. We are really hungry for real. <laughs> the point is here, guys, when we start to feel the resentment, we tend to lessen it and lessen our expectation of the person and start thinking or saying things like, no worries, all is good. When what we really feel is it's all worries. Yeah, like the light bulbs are going in your head, like like the mood. Ooh. The em those emotion things in um, the Disney movie. <laughs> so in the past, we've mentally discredited people and made an excuse that they weren't the right fit for us. Here's the other thing. People will have their own opinions and ways of doing things. When we don't speak up about how we view things or where we may be differing in opinion, there's where that's where resentments happen. So we have to have these necessary but uncomfortable conversations to help grow as a team and listen to others. The skill we have learned through active listening, asking questions, and being clear and succinct are the keys to effective communication. And trust us, we know that 
is easier said than done. And for some of you, these traits may not come as like to you naturally, right? But over time, through cultivating and nurturing this part of you, they will be the cornerstone to your success. That's a really great point, Nan. So this moves us to point number two: listen more, speak less. The most basic of all human needs is the need to understand and to be understood. The best way to understand people is to listen to them. Ralph Nichols said that. Have you been around a toddler or your mom who is exhausted from saying "I need you to listen" when you're three years old? Won't stop getting to the dog's food. Listening is something we have been trained to do since at a young age, and yet people are really good at it. Active listening is a key contributor to how we've been able to work with and manage people. The key: listen more than you speak. Listen with your whole body, and by that, what we mean is be alert and be interested in the other person. Refrain from interrupting. Um, man, explain. Um, <laughs> I reflect what you feel in your heart and what you've heard. What is this person trying to communicate? Right? Ask yourself that. Do they seem nervous? Are they guarded? Do they seem confident and open? Listening is more than something we do with our ears. It's a key sense into tapping into what people are actually saying without saying anything. It's a lot more about verbal as well as non-verbal cues, right? Yeah. Great point, Nan. So number three is cue without the a. Have you ever been in a social event or on a date where someone is asking you really pointed questions? At first, you're like, "Wow, you're really trying to dig deep into the childhood drama here." But on a further inspection, you realize they're just really good at asking questions. Luckily, apartment education and therapy are two very different worlds. But where they overlap is with your investment team. Asking them questions shows you're interested and engaged and want to know more. It simply shows you care. And when good questions are asked, good. Answers follow. Suddenly, you're sharing everything from your how you grew up to your dream deal, and that's what we call trust. Really great point, Nan. So number four, clear, concise, and everything nice. It doesn't matter what you do or where you are. Nothing is worse than a lack of clarity. Have you ever worked for someone that left you more confused than when you entered the meeting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why do you think to find the relationship, aka DTR, conversations are so hard? People have trouble stating what they feel. When we speak, our goal is to be clear, concise, and articulate. So we often find less is more. In the world of investing, trust can be just as valuable as the deal returns. Our goal and one thing we want to make evidently clear is that our team members know they can trust us, and so our team knows that if we're going to speak up when we feel strongly about something or things don't go according to plan, they can trust our voice. I mean, we'll use our voice. I think it was the infamous word from our matriarch Taylor Swift, who told us, "Speak now." Having those awkward conversations with our team is what is needed to build on that trust. Awkward is the new trust builders. So true. <laughs> so number five, leverage is the new black. Nothing makes us happier than to use leverage, and some of you have been here long enough to know that leverage, um, especially leveraging debt, gets us excited and even more excited to share with others. Now, there's a different type of leverage that we're going to be talking about here, and that's leverage with your apartment investing team. We are definitely not ones to, you know, micromanage. That's why having our pulse on various projects give us the freedom to look into other projects and grow, so that you know, into things that we're passionate about. So when we're not spending our days wondering how things are going, how our property managers are doing, or the details of the apartment. Knowing that leverage we have with our team to keep us in the loop about what we have coming down the pipeline has made the world of difference. I couldn't agree with you more, Nan. Simply stated, leverage gives you more time. 
more time to succeed in your business, financial freedom, and invest in your relationships. Don't be fooled. Apartment syndication is a full-fledged sports and means that you have to have the right team by your side, making us love leverage even more. How do we do this? We start with weekly meetings and various one-on-one check-ins with individual team members to see how things are really doing beyond the scope of work. As apartment syndication sponsors, we view what we do as an honor and a privilege and feel our sense of responsibility to care for our team, you know, overall well-being. Basic leadership 101 stuff. Here's the other thing though. To know about our check-ins and meetings, we often don't do that much detail or specific on each apartment we're owner of. We just need to know how to operate and manage the property managers, delegate like tasks to our co-sponsor, and keep the KPI in check. And lastly, communicate with our investors on a consistent basis, reporting the good and the not-so-good news if there's any. We also recognize our team is made up of different talents and skills, and each team member has their own specialized areas of expertise, whether it's financing, investor relations, or asset management. Honestly, guys, leverage is the new gold standard of leading and has saved us so much time and energy. And in exchange, we gain expertise and more. The definition, the dictionary definition of leverage is using a lever to exert force on other objects. We know how that sounds and no, we're not telling to exert force on anyone else. To really understand at the heart of what knowledge does, it's critical to understand that many types of leverage in the business and in life. Here are the top three to know about. Okay, first one is financial leverage. Financial leverage means using other people's money to gain rewards. In the apartment syndication world, we deploy monetary strategies like non-recourse debt financing and raising capital from other passive investors to increase financial leverage. Next is time leverage. Time is the most sacred resource we have, right? Yet we are traded away every day when we go to work. Time leverage is therefore one of the most important type of leverage. There is a power in delegation. We love delegation. And in return, it gives you more hours of the day back. And don't sleep on the power of using tools, technologies as other ways to increase your time leverage, at, like such as project management softwares and calendars. And who can, you know, forget your actual phone? Phone becomes like everything, right? Tools for everything else. So personal leverage. Personal leverage or relationship leverage, Nan, is vital to every area of your life. When you surround yourself with the right people and use those connections to get things done, you're using the power of leverage in the best way possible. Your net worth is your net worth. Now, like a quick story on this, and I think we've gone over it a few times. We were able to secure one of our properties last year in May of 2021 because of relationships. It's not even really about who we know, it's who knows us. And that's how we were able to get this amazing off-market deal because the sellers knew the kitty sisters and he knew better than to try to haggle us for the best price. I mean, our price came in even below what he was asking. To this date, he says, Palm and Nan, you guys robbed me of that deal. Yes. Hey, guess what? It's our charm. And we absolutely love that yep, deal. Absolutely. It's doing so well. But you guys know that, right? What sounds almost too good to be true, doing more with less. In our humble opinion, creativity and success doesn't come from abundance. It comes from scarcity. When you have less to do, like to work with, and yet massive goals to accomplish, that's when you see all the potential come to life. The main benefit of leverage is that you can do more with less. Maximizing achievement is every in every area of your life Here are some of our favorite ways that we see that come to life. Number one is by building wealth. The power of leverage is that it boosts your returns on your financial investment so that you can build wealth in a sustainable way. 
By growing your business, leverage in your business allows you to save time and money, find new efficiencies and get new information and grow your business to the next level. And lastly, by increasing productivity, leveraging your time, connections and more helps may help you, you know, become more efficient, boost your productivities and achieve your goals faster. The whole point of leverages is that you feel already equipped to succeed. When you have leveraged yourself, existing resources, they expand, multiply to produce new resources. So get creative. What are the resources that you are not tapping into or that you may not necessarily see as a resource, but others might? Number six is always be a proactive planner. You know, one of my favorite game, right, Palm? Wordo, I'm on a hot streak. <laughs> <laughs> no, but don't give any hints on today's world. My favorite game is definitely, what's the worst thing that can happen? And applying it to every scenario of my life. Oh, that game. <laughs> yes, classic by nature. You're really good at it too. I honestly wish I wasn't. However, as apartment syndicators, looking ahead and tapping into new strategies is what keeps us savvy at you know, at the top of our game. And especially if you are the leaders of your passive investor tribe, finding new opportunities that's asymmetric risk to reward is the key to planning for the future. Things to look for include below average risk, above average returns, other forms of passive income, extraordinary tax benefit, and an inflation hedge. So fix your eyes on the front of the ship, Captain. There's plenty to plan for. And please, I don't know why I was thinking of Titanic, but no, we're not a sinking ship. All steam ahead. And please, we all see the tragedy of the iceberg. Let's not make the same mistake twice. Now, before we take over any apartment complexes, our standard protocol is to create a business plan and review it. After taking over the apartment, we implement a business plan. We set out for the apartment complexes, make any adjustments as necessary. And it's important for us to not just have one year vision, but a five year vision, which is the typical holding period. So we're probably one of those really, I mean, few people who can answer the question, where do you see yourself in five years and not get freaked out about it? <laughs> I tend to get very excited of what's going to happen in five years, actually. Indeed. <laughs> During Investing Opportunity Webinar, past investors will get to hear and make decisions on their own if the business plan that we put out sounds right for them. For us as planners, it's imperative that we answer their questions and that have the data and the goals to achieve what we're going for to bring people into our process. And during the hold period, it's ebbs and flow, but we always come back to being proactive planners. Now, one story comes to mind as we are talking about planning, right? The most recent storm that just happened in Dallas. Now, as you may recall, in 2021, Dallas, Fort Worth, and pretty much the whole of Texas witnessed one of the biggest winter storms in its history. Yep. It was a blunder of storms. Many of fellow investors' complexes had damages, such as burst pipes, roof leaks. Things were just out of control. We were really fortunate that at the time, all our properties had minimal damages. You know the saying, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So fast forward to 2022, we are nothing but prepared guys. No winter storm will catch us slipping again. And as you may recall, last winter, Texas experienced a quote unquote, once in a 50 year freeze, which so for some weird reason happened the very next year as well. So I guess it's once every year freeze. Now, <laughs> ultimately, there has been systematic failure from the highest level of the Texas government at that time. The government, the electrical municipality were completely unprepared for the inundation of their power supply. This caused a force rollout throughout of most of Texas. And as a result, any of the homes that relied on electricity to properly heat their home during the freeze actually had to endure below freezing temperatures. It was a horrific time for people in Dallas, and many people lost their lives. 
And it was a complete tragedy and one we hope and pray never happens again. The power outrage also affect water treatment facility that ended up having to shut off their water supply, which ended up causing water supply lines through the state, you know, to freeze. Overall, there's a lot of unpreparedness on all parties, including ourselves. While we get caught off guard by this one in a 50 years event, it challenged us to think how we can prepare better for freak like the next storms. Yeah, fast forward to 2022's winter's freeze and things were handled completely differently. Now, kudos to the government of Texas and the municipalities as they were well prepared to support the power usage during this freeze. During the freeze of 2022, there were short-term power outages, very minimally, that occurred, but it was not in Dallas-Fort Worth area. On the property level, we also had a plan in place to handle the freeze. Part of our plan included having plumbing supplies stock ahead of time to avoid any supply shortages. Our maintenance team opened all sink cabinets, turned on all the faucets to drip, and turned on the heaters to ensure the pipes didn't freeze on all of our, you know, vacant units. We also provide our residents with similar instruction for their units as well. Additionally, we also made sure that all our external water supply lines were not exposed to elements so that they're not vulnerable to the freeze. And on a management level, we all instructed our property management to bring home their property laptops in case that we need to manage the property remotely. Guys, overall, we're really happy to report that we experienced no damages to any of our properties across our portfolio. And we can definitely attribute this to proactive planning ahead of time and having a really clear action plan. What can we say, Palm? The code never bothered us anyway. Yes, Elsa. (laughs) (laughs) While it definitely took a lot back and work and communication with the property managers and members of our team, It was completely worth it to know that our residents are safe and our management felt confident in their jobs. We live and learn. And while we would never tamper with forces of nature, we definitely are a lot more prepared for her future cold shoulders. And that's it from us today, Cashflow Multipliers team. We hope you learned something today. And if you did, we hope you're sharing that knowledge by hitting that share button right now. And guys, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Send us some love and follow us at the Kitty Sisters on Instagram. And check us out on, you know, our website, thekittysisters.com slash podcast, where you can find all the show notes and also get a free downloads and access to the Kitty Freedom Club. We'll be back with you guys soon. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.